Hello, this is Siri, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, Not Real Art. I live for this shit because it's totally lit. Welcome to Not Real Art, series favorite creative culture podcast with the one and only man one. And the one and only sourdough. It's me. It's you. Feeling a little low energy today, man one. I wonder why. Is it coming across? <laughs> I think it's coming across. Do some push-ups. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get pumped up. Pump it up. It's probably this horrible weather we're having here in Los Angeles right now. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, our listeners back east are like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because by LA standards, horrible is, you know, 55 and yeah. partly cloudy with some rain. Yeah. Like they said, this February, this past February was the coldest February, like on record, like in, I forgot, like 80 years or something. It's like the coldest on record. Okay. Because we never hit 70. The entire month of February, we never Dude, hit 70. Dude, I froze my ass off. <laughs> but- Never hitting 70 and being the coldest month ever. Dude, I was is, freezing. It's like two different things. <laughs> oh my God. Not never if you're 70. a pussy. Yeah. I'm a pussy. Dude, I'm a pussy. Fucking moved out here in 01. My blood is thin now. I go back east. I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, you back to LA. Fucking freezing. Just speaking to somebody from New York yesterday said the exact same thing. You know, that the, when you live back east, right, you're laughing at LA people like, oh, motherfuckers wearing uggs and and parkas and it's fucking you know 50 degrees uh pussies then you move out here and you get used to sandals and shorts and tank tops and then what happens the energy yeah the time and the time money and energy that you get back when you move to la and you don't have to manage the weather right (laughs) is significant yeah oh yeah Yeah. managing the weather back east is a huge commitment of time, energy, and money. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like shoveling snow or... Dude, people die shoveling snow. Yeah. Like it is common for people <laughs> to have heart attacks <laughs> while they're shoveling that <laughs> shitty snow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what that is, bro. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad I grew up there, but I'm also glad I don't live there. Yeah. That makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) No, that's why you're here. That's all that matters. Hey, man, the universe had bigger plans for me. They're like, you really look good in sandals and shorts. Yeah. Yeah. T-shirts. Cotton. It's a beautiful place, dude. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone says. I love LA. All right. So you... uh, Pussy ass, bitch ass, motherfuckers, veggies, bitching about the weather. Get your fucking ass out of here. Quit your bitching. Move. <laughs> Pack your shit and move. No, but don't move here. We don't need you here. There's, there's other places that are that are pretty nice. Just don't come to LA. It's already. Traffic's horrendous. It's just getting worse and worse. Dude, it's so bad. Yeah. We needed a good earthquake to shake it all up and get these motherfuckers scared again and move back east. Dude, the next one's going to be big. Yeah. It is going to be big. Gonna be fucking scary and fuck. Are you prepared? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm from LA, motherfucker. You don't prepare for that shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's uh It's like fleas off a uh, dog's ass, you know, like the earth <laughs> just shakes us off. 
I remember they kept saying there was going to be the earthquake where LA is going to end up next to San Francisco. Like we'll be neighbors. Oh, right. Yeah. It's supposed to like shift and, yeah. you know, I haven't heard that one in a long time. So either they were bullshitting us back then. Right. Or it is going to happen. They're just, they just don't want to say it anymore. Here's, here's what I think about because, you know, it feels like, you know, scientists and archaeologists and historians and so-called experts are always getting it wrong. Yeah. Right. Because what happens is like they have these theories and then they discover something new and they're like, oh, that theory was all wrong. (laughs) So my takeaway with all of that is Mother Nature is unpredictable. You know, Mm -hmm. history, what happened thousand years ago, what happened with the dinosaurs, like hard to know. Yeah. Right. They're doing their best to figure it out. Yeah. But for those of us paying attention, The universe is a very big, powerful, scary fucking place. The earth is a very big, powerful, potentially scary place. <laughs> I'm just scared about what we haven't even imagined yet that's right. totally possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what? Mother Nature always wins. Mother Nature always wins, dude. Always wins. That's why I see people like, save the earth. Save- Don't save the earth, motherfuckers. Save people. <laughs> the earth's going to be fine. Earth's going to be fine. That's right. We're fucked. Yeah, that's right. You know? Earth's gonna be chilling one day without us. They'll be like, "Oh, that was that was kind of cool for a little, for, for a hot minute." A billion years from now, yeah, the Earth's still here. Yeah, this Earth's still fucking here. We not here. We're not here. Billion years from now, yeah, Earth's here. Yeah, we not. Yeah, yeah. bye bye Earth. Good knowing you. Sorry we fucked you up so hard. Yeah, but Mother Nature, dude, will we win. are fucking. Oh, dude, sad. Fucking the planet. Fucking it up. And, you know, some people call me a pessimist, a nihilist. I call myself a realist. I mean, like, yeah. yes, it's great to drive an electric car. Yes, it's great to recycle. But yeah. that shit is doing not no, going to make a difference. No. Well, I like this whole thing where people are saying, like, you know, we need to do this and this and that to just have a shot and not fucking destroying ourselves. Right. And then people on the other side are like, oh, what do you think that's realistic to do in 30 years? Motherfuckers. I don't care if it's realistic or not. Like, we're doomed. Like, do you not fucking see it? Like, like why you... Well, is it, you think it's really going to happen? It's like you have no fucking choice. Like, maybe it's not going to happen. Right. Maybe maybe we're going to all fucking die in 20 years. Right. <laughs> you right. know? But just fucking do something. Get well, on board. Well, and my issue around this whole subject gets to narrative, mm-hmm. right? Because these things get politicized. Yeah. These people want to debate whether or not humans yeah. are the cause or yeah. whatever, right? And for me, it all just kind of boils down to a very simple premise, very simple idea that mom taught us, which was clean up after yourself. Yeah. Simple. Keep your room, keep your room clean. Yeah. Right? right. The planet is our room. Yeah. Right? Why aren't we just fucking keeping it clean and tidy? Like, just because it's a, the room's better that way. And that's what mom said. Like, yeah. You know, you can debate the science and you can debate the politics. You do all of that misses the fucking point. Just fucking clean up, clean up after yourself. Right. Don't be, don't make a fucking mess. That's what mom said. It's the courteous thing to fucking do for yourself Uh, and for your neighbors. Yeah. What do I know? You don't know shit. So no. Don't know shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you would have listened to your mom, though, you might have been something with your life. I'd probably be a preacher, too. There you go. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> she wanted to be. She wanted to be me to be a man of the cloth. Well, 
There's still there's still shot. <laughs> it's still possible, I think. Never give up. Yeah, but man. I'm not into little boys. Oh, if I were yeah. into little boys, I'd totally be. Yeah, different cloth. Totally be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different cloth, my friend. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, the thing about like human beings are so fucking arrogant. Like we're the most arrogant, greedy species mm-hmm. on the planet. Like yeah. we're the only species on the planet that like takes more than we need, you know, at the expense of the the other, you know, expense of the herd. Yeah. You know, kills for fun. Yeah. Each other. Kill each other for fun. Right. <laughs> Not to eat. If yeah. we eat, if we ate each other, yeah, that means it, I yeah. would totally get that. You'd support it. I would totally understand yeah, that. Right. Oh, oh, you got to eat. You're hungry. Okay. But here, yeah. here's some bullets. Right. You know? Right. Just for sport, for fun, for, you know, because I had a bad day. Sorry. It's yeah. just reckless and like irresponsible. Yeah. But we are the most arrogant, greedy species on this planet. And um, it's we're, we're fascinating. Just a fascinating animal. But that's the problem. I don't think we majority of people think of themselves as an animal. No. Like we're we're so arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We're not. We're better than all the other species on the planet. Right. Right. <laughs> and what I what cracks me up about that is, you know, it's those motherfuckers that when the fucking meteorite comes fucking blasting in the planet, you know, yeah. uh, through the atmosphere, it's going to land on them. Uh, I mean, it's going to take us all out, but yeah. we'll all die, but they'll die first. Well, yeah, it's going to fucking hit them first because they're freaking dumbass. Like, you know what? Like, I'm going to drive my Prius. I don't even know if we want to talk about this, to be honest, because it's so depressing and it's so fucked up and it feels like there's nothing we can do about it because right. human beings are like wired to be fucked up. Well, it's kind of just basic, I think, biology and science, right? Because at the end of the day, well, there's that line in the Matrix about how we're a virus that just keeps like yeah. growing and growing and growing. Because yeah. right? that's the problem. Like one of the problems, like population. Like yeah. even if we were doing well, for us to do what we need to do to solve these problems, yeah. we'd have to stop overpopulation. Like we would yeah. have to literally tell people no more babies. Right. Eight billion people on the planet. Yeah. Like I remember when there was like two billion and like one billion was in China or something. Like, you know, like I you know, <laughs> Where is it? Eight billion people now on the planet. I think it's nine billion, actually. Okay, nice. Every day it gets yeah. bigger. Last week it was eight billion. People are fucking like fucking bunnies, having kids, popping They're fucking them like the world's gonna end. Because <laughs> it is. That's what, you know. So I, that's why there's no hope because a, yeah, you'd have to tell people to stop fucking. That's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. And b, you'd have to get all of the industries of the world, primarily the most important industries, the energy sector. Yeah. To do a 180 and all the governments to align, it, it's never it's, it's going happen. to happen. So it's buy your happen. Prius because it makes you feel better. Yeah, as a person, you did do your little bit. Yeah, but just know you're still fucked. Yeah. Well, my my carbon footprint is only. <laughs> I I was telling one of my friends who's very uh very eco conscious. Yeah. You know, like totally mm-hmm. vigilant, and yeah. you know, he comes from a good place. He's a smart guy. He's yeah. you know. And he's very, he drives a Tesla, you know, they, they grow their own food and just sure. all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thanking him the other day. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, that's really good of you. I'm glad you're doing that. Just, it's, it's good to know that my, my carbon footprint is being offset by yours. <laughs> he's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know, the irony, dude, I don't, I don't want people to mistake this. The irony is like, nobody loves this planet. 
and nature more than I do. Yeah. Okay. Like I've served on the board of environmental organizations. I have, yeah. you know, done work to help drive these issues, you know, to right. the forefront. I have, I'm a huge outdoors guy. I love camping, canoeing, spending time in nature. And it might sound ironic or contradictory that I talk such shit about us being fucked, but that's because I know we're fucked. Like all <laughs> you know that, the reality. Oh, the reality. The reality. I've been, I've been, I've been there. Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, being on the board of an environmental organization for several years, Yeah, I won't name them, but right. I'll tell you that, I mean, people that do their yeah. research will figure out you know what it was, but I got, and they were like one of the most successful, reputable yeah. organizations out there. And I, so I got an up close personal look at the environmental movement in this country. Yeah. Totally fucked. Yeah. Because even in that sector, you would think that everybody would like be on the same page, be on the same page yeah, yeah. get along. Oh, hell no. <laughs> same old yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Egos, arrogance. No, we're going to save the world my way. Yeah. <laughs> Not your way. Your right, no. Right. We're gonna do it my way. All right. right. <laughs> oh man. shit. Yeah, man. It's know. like, and that's the thing, you know, having kids, right, and bringing kids to this world. You're like, god damn, you know, like. But what are you gonna do? You know. I mean, luckily, my kids are. You know, l- luckily, this generation, this the the generation of my kids and younger, hopefully, are like really paying attention. Right. You know. So. There's certain things, like for example, the other day we went to go eat dinner, parked in the parking lot, and we were walking to the restaurant. And my daughter and her friend they look on the ground, and they both point because there's someone was drinking beers in the in the parking lot, right? Yeah, that just, was probably me. Yeah, it's probably you. And left all the beers and trash just on the ground. Oh, that was totally me. That's totally you. And they're pointing, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's some someone was drinking. They're like, no, dad we got to put this in the trash, right? My daughter is like 18, right? And I'm like, no, no, just, it's not your fucking mess. Someone else made the fucking mess. Fuck them. <laughs> you know? Right. She's like, no, but the turtles. The, the, turtles? the turtles? Yeah. This, this, this got to go in trash can or this, this shit ends up in the turtles, right? Okay. So they fucking got the trash and look, they, they, there was obviously no trash can near us I at hate all. to tell, I hate to break the news to them. Yeah. It's already in the turtles. It's already in the turtles. What's well, in the whales too? Did you see that the other day? Fuck yeah, that's what I said. Fuck. Dude, there are what did I say? Eight million cubic tons of plastic every day Ugh. going to the ocean. Jesus. Like yeah. the island of plastic floating in the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. is twice the size of Texas. And it's mostly under the water. Yeah. Like people don't see you it. You can't see it. But twice the size of Texas. Like it is in our food supply. Yeah. The fish are eating our, we make the plastic, it ends up in the ocean, the fish eats the plastic, and we eat the fish. Yeah. We have plastic in our so. Why are we dying of cancer? Why oh, we I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. See? This is why I didn't want to go down this road. Because <laughs> we're fucked. It just reminds you how we're fucked. It, well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Even if the, even if the planet was in great shape, yeah. we're, st- we're still dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, nobody gets out alive either way. Well, you're dying. That's fine. I'm going to die. You're going to die. We're all going to die. It's different than you're fucked. <laughs> I think it's a different attitude. Well, I think I, think I, I, I get where you're going with it. I think I, what you're saying is like, even though you and I are going to die, yeah. we want to know that our kids are going to be cool. And because the planet's fucked, they're not going to be cool. So yeah. like, like, we're going to die, sure. 
but things are fucked yeah. for our kids. For everything. Yeah. You know what you know would be awesome? Mm. This, 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 maybe I'm going to write this book where these fucking aliens, right? Mm. They left their planet because they didn't know how to create plastic. And they, by accident, fucking crash into the ocean and see this fucking giant thing of plastic floating in the ocean that no one's using. So they fucking, they, they, the fucking whole country of aliens comes and lives on the ocean on the plastic. And dude, they don't kill us because they're so happy that they have plastic. That's called making lemonade. That's it. You know? I like that. You know? But then, you know, I don't want to get to part two. Part two of it, they fucking eat all the plastic and we don't want to produce more. And now we're in a fucking battle with the aliens and we're fucked. So, so we're going to be fucked anyway. I'm riveted. <laughs> got to sell this to Netflix. I wonder if we know anybody. I don't know. You know what? Did you, did you learn how to pitch it at our conference last week? This oh, is, yeah. yeah. I, I learned how to pitch. Yeah. So I'm pitching out there. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, so this okay, so so this reminds me of of an idea uh, that I came up with a while ago. I'll run it by you if I and I haven't thought about it in a while, so I'm going to be a little bit rusty yeah. in terms of pitching, right? Yeah. But this kind of gets back to also the the conversation we're having about how fucked up human beings are in the whole thing, right? Yeah. Because you know, one of the things that baffles me about our species on this planet is racism, right? Like, how the fuck do you explain racism? Yeah. Right. The basic premise that two people don't get along because they don't like the way the other looks mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we also know we're not born this way. Racism is taught, right? Like kids aren't born to be this way, right? It's, 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 it's sort of nurtured into them, uh, socialized into them. So I was just thinking to myself, like, how do you explain that? Because that's just so, just seems so irrational and unnatural and yeah. wrong. And, you know, and so you remember how England sent their prisoners to um, Australia? Australia. Yeah. Okay. All right. So bear with. So, yeah. So there's a planet somewhere yeah. in the universe, right? Where everything was like utopia, like everything was like yeah. perfect the way things should be. And, you know, in the, in the, if you believe in parallel universes, like yeah. this is like one of the parallel universes, like where everything was like working great, right? Right. But there was a glitch in the system. Something went wrong, and you ended up with. And by the way, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a white uh, civilization. Of course, it is. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a white. So, but it, but but it's utopian. Like right. every yeah. like it's way it should be. Like everyone, yeah. you know. But. Or, or maybe it's not. I mean, but the point is, is like there, there ends up being yeah, like some people who get corrupted and they become prejudiced against their own mm-hmm. or others on the planet. And the Supreme Council of the planet says, "Well, this is so toxic to our way of life yeah. that we have to banish them right. to another planet, right? Earth, of course, right? So they." put them in fucking worst fucking place in the fucking earth that they could find, which of course is the fucking like Arctic ice, fucking cold North Europe, whatever. Okay. Right. Right. All right. Something like that. Yeah. And they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be, uh, there, you know, forever banished. Yeah. But of course, like prisoners do, they figure out a way to somehow get out. What have you? And they break free. And the, the about the only thing that they have knowledge of mm-hmm. is fucking weaponry, something like something is, you know, and then they do. And so because they're 
predators, yeah, right, they start going out killing and conquering, right, right, and multiplying, right. And the only reason they're successful is because right. they happen to have the superior technology, right? Yeah. And then this becomes the origin story of how racism began on planet Earth. Okay. I don't know. Well, you got to work on the pitch. <laughs> is there a conference I could go to? This, yeah. There's a conference you go to. <laughs> I mean, because... <laughs> I don't know. It's because it's just, you know, the only way you can explain it in my mind is like, it's got to be some fucked up shit from another fucking universe. <laughs> like, it can't be natural to this planet. Oh, it's it's definitely natural to this planet. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I think it's, you know, the thing is, right, if, if you have two little kids and you never tell them about color, you never tell them about race. Yeah. Right. And they grow up together. Eventually, at one, at one point, one's going to realize that they're a different color yeah. than the other kid, sure. right? But that's not the problem. No. No. The problem is when you tell them that because of their color, they're less or more. Right. So that's that's what someone is telling the next generation. Yeah. That's the problem, you know? So I don't know. I don't know how you fucking deal with that shit, you know? I have no idea, you know? Even if you kill them all, someone will come up with that idea at some point yeah. again. Yeah. You know? Like I, I just think, again, back to why we're fucked. It's I don't think you can end racism. I don't. I really, honestly, don't think you can. I think you can, you know, make it better, make things better, you know, change a couple things here and there. But in the long, long term thinking of the human species, I don't think you can get rid of it. You know, unless you do it like um, who's the one who said it was a comedian said, uh, "Well, just kill all the white people." <laughs> That's how you solve it. <laughs> oh, that was what's his that name? That would do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, would uh, do it. That was uh uh what's his name? Um oh, I I can remember. He's the guy who used to write for Eddie Murphy and uh and um oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his name. Hilarious fucking guy. Older guy. Okay. He used to be on a Chappelle show, Negrodamus. Okay. Remember? <laughs> I think so, yeah. What the hell is his name? I'll remember later. Right. Anyways, but yeah, he said, you know, they asked him like, how do you, how do you stop racism? He said, kill the white people. Would work. <laughs> it would totally work. It would work for a while. This is the problem. It would work for a while. And then all of a sudden, like. Well, see, what, but what a know, lot of people. I mean, figure something else out. Well, but I think, you know, like <laughs> the reality is, right, like slavery, you take, like, take slavery, right? Yeah. Slavery existed in Africa before the white man showed up. Right. That what because what would happen is one tribe would conquer another tribe. They would take their people and then they would work for the other tribe. They would enslave them. Right. Right. Then when the Europeans showed up and started offering money for the fuck, because Africa gave up its own into the slave trade. Right. And my point is, is that human beings, even if unto themselves, it's a very it's Darwinian. Right. It is predator yeah. prey. It is weak and, and strong. Right. So even if you have a homogenized people all black all white whatever eventually competition yeah and and the predator prey fight or flight reality of being an animal yeah comes comes to bear right right and and that's just i think the fact of reality like the you know the, and so to your point you kill all the white people yeah all the folks left behind are yeah. still going to find a way to fuck each other up right paul mooney that's what it was. Oh, right. It's Paul Mooney who said that. But, you know. Is he dead now, Paul no, Mooney? No, he's still alive. Okay. He better be alive. Too funny to be dead. 
Yeah, it just feels like we've lost a lot of comedians in in yeah. recent years. Yeah. Do you remember Bernie Mac? Fuck yeah, I remember Dude, Bernie Mac. Fucking genius. That guy was the fucking best. Chicago guy. Oh, he was Chicago, huh? Fuck yeah, he was. Uh, dude, he has one one skit, one or whatever you call it, not a skit, but you know, one um, one bit. I could listen to it on repeat like the whole fucking day. It's just, I know it like I could probably, you know, I probably have it memorized, but it makes me laugh every fucking time, you know. So Bernie Mac was just fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I never got to see him in concert. Did you see him in concert? Never. Fuck. Never. He would have been awesome to see in concert. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah, man. Stand-ups, dude. Stand-ups are, I mean, they're... Well, you know what? I just saw this. I don't know if you saw it the other day. This thing with Will Smith becoming a stand-up. Did you with see Chappelle, right? Yeah, like with Chappelle. Were, Okay, so was that a gag or was that, like, what was that about? It was about being a fucking celebrity and doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Right, right. You know? Right. So I saw that, right? And it was kind of funny because it was like Will Smith, his whole, the whole story, right, was that He's turning 50 and he wants to hit all his bucket list items and he always wanted to be a comedian. Right. But, you know, whatever. So I saw, you know, I saw it was kind of funny because I love Chappelle. Of course. So I was like, yeah. I got to see watch Chappelle. For, yeah, right? Dave. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like Will Smith too, you know, certain yeah. things, you know. Yeah. But I just found that whole like, quote unquote, documentary about that. Yeah. Like just so fucking phony. Right. You know? It sure. was just, I'm like, first of all, you're fucking Will Smith, dude. Right. Like, you haven't been a comedian, quote-unquote, a stand-up, quote-unquote, but you've had the microphone on stage, you fucking rapped, you've been on TV, you're a fucking huge celebrity, and, you know, whatever hang-up he had about being, you know, like, it just, it just, it just felt so contrived and so, like, bullshit. Right. You know, like, even if it was true, even if it was true that he had this fear, like, whatever dude you know get over it dude get over it dude and then and then they had this big old build up <laughs> it's okay to have a fear yeah you don't they have had, to they get had over a big it. old build up to this thing yeah. right and what he's gonna do and i'm thinking about it and blah 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 whatever whatever, whatever. And, and, and and i get it he was trying to be funny throughout the whole thing it wasn't like totally a serious thing right. okay that's right. cool right? Right, right but you know when he did the actual stand-up it was like a minute and a half of the whole documentary <laughs> and they cut and spliced like the you know the good like right they should have showed his whole fucking act yeah because guess what? It probably was not fucking funny. I wanted to see Will Smith bomb. bomb. That's what I that's, wanted to see. That's exactly what you want to that see. That would have been the real shit. I would have loved and to people see. people would have loved him more for yes. it. Absolutely. I wanted to see him on stage and be like, God damn, that motherfucker. He isn't good at everything. He's horrible he, at that. Right, right. One thing, yeah. finally, that yeah. he sucks at. But no, they fucking spliced it. Oh, so he geez. said like two or three jokes right, and right, people right, laughed. Right, and right, it was right, like, right. oh God, I did it, guys. I did my stand up. It was like, no, dude, you fucking, fucking bombed. You know, right. but you were surrounded by all your friends right. and family and whoever else. And, you know, of course, if I was at a Will Smith stand up show, I would laugh, too, just because I'm there with Will Smith. I'm fun. <laughs> How could this not be fun? Like, right. I don't care if he sucks on stage. I'm going to laugh. Right. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle just brought him on stage. You know? Yeah. So I, I would just like, you know, whoever produced that, do it over. <sighs> And show the fucking part where he fucking bombed. Like, show the whole let's thing. Let's see the struggle. So, yeah, let's show the whole thing unedited. Right. Exactly. He, he can get the funny in, yeah. like the ones that land, yeah. great. But right. then the bombs, like. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what you want to see. You want to see the real shit. If it's a documentary, you want to see the real shit. I want to see the real shit. I want to see this fucking fake ass fucking. Oh, yeah, I, man. I'm so disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, on my deathbed, <laughs> on my deathbed, yeah. one of the things I know that I will regret. Mm-hmm. is that i never just gave it a try <laughs> right because here's the thing right like 
the number one fear people have, they say, is public speaking. Yeah. Right. Well, I've done a ton of public speaking. Like getting up in yeah. front of a crowd is not my concern. Yeah. But to be funny in front of a crowd. Right. And I'm not funny. Like yeah. I'm not like a guy that's funny. I know that about myself. Yeah. Like I would have to be somebody that like obviously would have a good joke. Like I'd want to have my stuff that I writ wrote, but then right. I'd, you know, maybe I'd need some jokes from some other people that right. I know were funny. Yeah, some material. To try to get up and <laughs> drop it, you know, like right. that would be like something that I do. Like I have a secret fantasy yeah. about doing that someday. I yeah. really do. And if I never do that, I will die in my bed, that bed having regret that. I know that that would be one of my regrets. And so for years, right, a couple of years anyway, I had this list on my phone, on my yeah. memo pad, right, of all this, you know, what I thought was funny shit. <laughs> you know, like, and I was so bummed because, like, you know, at one point, like, I lost the phone or the oh, phone got yeah, corrupted yeah. and all that fucking gold because it was pure gold. Yeah. I yeah. know it was kill. Yeah. It, it was just kill. kill. Yeah. <laughs> it was just gone. It was gone. So, you know, who knows if I'll ever do it. But, uh, yeah, because I mean, because we're talking about power, the power yeah. to be able to get up in front of a bunch of drunk assholes and, and make them laugh and hold them in your, the palm of your hand. Yeah. And just kill. And, you know, that's, you know, you're going to have bombs and you're going to bomb. And, right. you know, even the best of them fucking fall flat, you right. know, on a bad night or whatever. But like that, <laughs> you know, to Dave Chappelle, to, I mean, to be and look, there there are, you know, all levels of, of comics. Yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle is like on the Mount Olympus of, you know. Um, but then, you know, I don't know if you've ever dropped into the comedy store, mm -hmm. like on a random Tuesday night. I've done that a few times. Yeah. And some nobody it's gets just, up there yeah. and just kills, kills it. it. Yeah. You know, but, and they're doing it for free. They yeah. have a, they, they have a day job. Yeah. They get up there and workshop their material and they get up with a fucking paper. Like they've got shit written down. They're looking through their notes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it is truly like a public workshop. Like you are yeah. workshopping your art in front of live, a live audience, mm -hmm. you know, and getting that initial, that visceral reaction. Yeah. You know? Or, yeah. you know, that instant immediate reaction. Right. I don't know, man. I think it's like the ultimate kind of thing. Stand up and, and cage fighting. <laughs> or as I just saw on my phone. Yeah. You know, I guess the ultimate thing. I, I had no idea. Uh, I never thought it was the ultimate thing. But I got this fucking, you know, um, <laughs> the thing the, from Vice magazine in the, in the subject matter. Professional slapping is the world's greatest sport. <laughs> Professional slapping. Professional slapping. <laughs> oh, so you just slapped the shit out of somebody. You just slapped them. <laughs> wow. And I no, no. I've it's, seen this this on YouTube and shit. And yeah, yeah, on, yeah, you know, yeah. Where they slap the shit out of each other. Yeah. And, and sometimes they knock them out. I've seen it parodied you know, right? as well, like in maybe com com some comedy movie or whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. they do the slap fighting. Yeah, right. But I had no idea it was professional slapping. I didn't know there it was, was like a league and everything. There's a fucking there's there's money to be made everywhere. Jesus, slap. professional slapping, dude. Is that the millennials' form of? Is that like the the millennials' boxing? It's got to be. It's like, no, I don't box. I slap. I'm a professional slapper. Jesus. Yeah, and of course, you know where this happened? Yes. Oh, San Francisco. Oh, 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 oh. let's put it this way. <laughs> That's a different kind of slapping going on in San Francisco. <laughs> that kind of slapping has been going on for a long time, my friend. <laughs> what country was this in? Do you think? Oh, well, I'm thinking United Kingdom. I'm thinking, you know, like fucking Ireland or the UK. Uh, that that's that would have been a yeah, good yeah. guess too, but this is actually in Russia. Oh. 
wow, interesting, Russia. <laughs> well, you know, not a lot of go- not a lot going on there. <laughs> Unless you're Putin, you know. I want to see some slap, dude. That's there you go. And see, here you go. Some one day, so somebody, yeah. one person, yeah, had genius, to, genius. I said, you know what? I fucking slap somebody in the face and knock them out. I bet you people will come and watch that. Not only that, I feel people are gonna pay for that shit. You think so? Yeah, I know. Not not only that, I'm gonna create a league, a fucking professional league of slappers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, just slap the shit out of just somebody. Slap, just slap, you know. And yeah. I've seen some of these, and I, yeah. there's got to be some kind of rules. Sure, there's got to be because if it's professional anything, yeah, there's rules. Yeah. So I want to know what these fucking rules are. Because what I think, yeah, go ahead. I seen some guys slap, and it's it's not really slapping. It's like punching with your hand open. Right, right. right. That's different. <laughs> right, right, right. Or like they're using the back of their hand, yeah, yeah. or they're using the like. Come yeah. on, you know. There's like right. different parts of your hand that right. is going to hurt a lot more. You know. So I think I I, I have a feeling that sometimes they don't follow the rules. <laughs> you know, like one guy's like, no, no, I I just going to use this part of my hand. And boom, and you know, then, right. they, then the guy comes back and cheats, right? But, but it doesn't matter because the it, guy's it's, knocked it's out. It's punching below the belt, right? <laughs> but the guy's knocked out. So yeah. what's he gonna do? Right, right, you know? right. <laughs> Man, you know, who are the referees? Yeah, I, but here, but dude, okay. So are they testing for performance enhancing uh, drugs? I don't know. That's a good if, point. You know, yeah. I mean, I it, I don't I don't subscribe if they're juicing. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that was is there is are they done? Are there like different weights, you know, like in boxing, there's welterweight and heavyweight. Like, I don't know. They better, I mean, that's interesting. You better, I mean, you, you know, you're going head to head with somebody twice your size, size or weight. You're fucked. Well, I agree. But, you know, I don't know. Cause you see some of this, like, you know, even the picture they show here. Yeah. That guy looks much bigger than the other dude. That guy's fucking huge. Yeah. Compared yeah, yeah. to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's there's, true. there's no way <laughs> that guy is three, <laughs> maybe four times bigger than that, that other dude. Yeah. There's no way that guy's gonna survive the slap. Maybe the the sport isn't big enough yet where they can have the different. You know, it's it's early on in the in the yeah yeah yeah. You know yeah, they don't, yeah. I don't know. They don't have the organization yeah. put together yet yeah. to regulate <laughs> rules of engagement slapping. <laughs> what a time to be alive, as Jorge Gutierrez always says. <laughs> How great is Jorge? Fucking a awesome. I'll let him slap me, dude. Just, just please, dude. He. <laughs> talk about stand-up like he needs his yeah he, his he, own stand-up routine like yeah. he'd be a fucking great comic and you know why because he wouldn't even try to be funny he just he just he's is, just talking he's a great storyteller he's got great stories oh, hilarious he's guy. fucking funny <laughs> fucking funny oh my god i could talk to that guy all day i mean for our listeners like if you haven't listened yeah. To the Jorge Gutierrez episode from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Check that shit out. Right. Matter of fact, turn this one off. <laughs> go right to that now. One. <laughs> go to the other one and listen to that. You will be glad you did. It is way funnier than this one. Because <laughs> Jorge is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Some people just have it, you know? Just have and clearly, you know, he comes from a f- I I'm guessing a f- funny family like you know like the stories he tells with about his dad and the way his dad is and and his family like like they're just all characters right they're characters but it doesn't mean they're funny 
I mean, I think uh, he, yeah, see, yeah, he I mean, sees the humor in he's it. He's able to, to spin it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's right, his right. point of view, you know? Yeah, right. I think he can find yeah, anything man. funny. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, definitely a hit at the conference on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, he said, you know, he said that he found his art or his voice through humor. Right. You know, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of artists, like, I'm trying to think of how many artists I know that, that create their art out of humor. You know, I mean, there's there's comics, right? Like comic artists that do like, you know, uh, satire or, right. you know, whatever. But it's just it's just crazy. It's just, you know, art can be created from anything, you know, pain, uh, joy, you know, humor. It could all, it could all be uh, inspiration for art. No excuse not to make it. Well, it, it, it is interesting, though, how people are wired and, you know, what makes a person funny or not. And do you have it or not or whatever? Because, you know, there are clearly people who you probably meet and you never imagine that they're a stand-up comic that can kill on the stage or whatever, because yeah. maybe they're quiet or keep themselves whatever, but inside their skull, yeah. you know, it's mayhem. Right. <laughs> but then there are people who are just naturally hilarious right. for whatever reason. Right. I'm thinking right now about my, my buddy, Jim Utley, right. Who grew up together. You know, he still lives back home. Mm -hmm. This dude, is still t I saw him recently at our 30th high school reunion. Yeah. The dude is still fucking hilarious. I mean, he just can't help himself. Like yeah, he that's who yeah. he is. Like yeah. that is just his personality, right. right? It oozes out of him. Like you just, you know, but right. yet he has never done stand up. Like he yeah. just like he's kind of like too scared or too like whatever right. to do it, but like he could, you know, if he applied himself and got over past himself, right. you know, got got a, out of his own way, he would do it. My daughter. Yeah. Eden. Yeah. Right? fucking funny yeah why does she doesn't stand up yet what's what's her problem I, i'm trying to get her i'm trying to put her on that path brother just because you can't get in the into the into the bar yet she can't do stand up is that the plus the issue uh, i'm getting her a fake id as we speak i'm go. like on it but you know truly like yeah. the just I mean, she's six years old yeah right? but the way she expresses herself the, yeah. the observations she makes exactly and in her case, she actually has the physical humor too. I think sometimes people yeah. have like maybe the physical humor, but yeah. maybe don't have the cerebral stuff or vice versa. Sure. Like she has both. And um, one of the greatest gifts that we got when we adopted her yeah. was the fact that she makes us laugh all the time. And, yep. you know, there's really rarely a day that goes by that she doesn't actually do something really original and right. fucking funny and makes me laugh. <laughs> You know, talk about success in life, talk about quality of life, talk about so many of the things that are reoccurring themes of our podcast. For me, one of the core metrics of success in life and quality of life is laughter. Mm -hmm. How much do you laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And because if you are laughing, you are happy. You cannot laugh and be unhappy. Right. You cannot laugh and be sad. Right. right. I mean, you know, you might laugh at something, you might be sad and then something catches you funny, whatever, but you get what I'm, you get my right. point. Right. And if you if you're laughing, you're happy. So, how do you laugh? How can you laugh more? You know, right. like that to me is the ultimate kind of metric for uh, joy in life and, and happiness in life and success in life. Because right. you know, you don't get if you're laughing, you don't give a fuck. But but you know that that's probably why people had such a hard time when Robin Williams committed suicide, right? Because he here he is, is the funniest comedian, funny guy. You just think he's having a great life. You know, right? But he was making people laugh. Yeah, no, that's right. It's not that he was laughing. That's right. He was making people. That's right. Laugh. And by the way, just because you're funny doesn't mean you're happy. Right. 
I mean, yeah. lot, lot, I've heard a lot of comedians, a lot of people to say, you know what? The best humor comes out of sadness and, and darkness yeah. and, you know, and just because you're funny doesn't mean you're happy. Right. You might be, might be happy. You can be happy and not funny <laughs> and you can be funny and not happy. Right. Now, I've also heard comics say that there are funny comics who are happy. Like, I mean, it's all over the place, I'm sure. Yeah. But I just from, you know, growing up, my friends, various people I've known in my life, like I look back on 48 years. And one of the things that I'm grateful about is that I've actually spent a lot of time laughing my fucking ass off with my goofy ass friends. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Stupid shit. Yeah. But we were laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't matter. And, you know, they say that chicks are attracted to funny guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I wish I were true. Well, I wish I were funny. Put it that I way. Wish you were funny. <laughs> I said I was laughing. I said it, yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Well, funny looking, maybe. I have the face for radio. Yeah, but I mean, growing up, I I totally was always laughing. Yeah, my dad, as hard ass as he was, and everything like w like some, and you've heard my dad. My dad's laugh is just fucking. His laugh makes you laugh. Yes, you know? it's, it's, one a, of those. it's it's a contagious. Yeah, infectious, and and it's like you know, so as hardcore as he was, and 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 whatever you know, on a given you know every weekend we'd have fun, you know, and whether. A lot of times it was just like we were at like at my grandma's house or someone's house and then the men are over there in the corner mm -hmm. and my dad is fucking just telling the jokes and right. fucking going off and just like you couldn't shut him up and e everyone's fucking laughing, yeah. you know. And, and the thing is like my dad wasn't a drinker either. You know, my dad doesn't drink. Interesting, right. Yeah, he rarely yeah. drinks, yeah. rarely. Yeah. Oh my God, but if he does, uh, it's probably, <laughs> give him one shot of tequila, he's all over the top. I can go on a whole show about the one time I saw him drunk. I'm marking that down on the production schedule right now. It was the craziest fucking like one day of my life. Oh, dude. Come on. Drop oh, it. Fuck. Uh, okay. I'm going to try to be as concise with this because it's, 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 it there's was not when it comes to your dad, there's nothing concise. There's nothing concise. Just but give it, us the best version of I the will story. Give, I'll give the rest, the best version and just know that this was like a 24 hour like literally 24 hour, you know, period. fucking period. Yeah. And that well, it's in, ingrained, all 24 hours are ingrained in my fucking head. <laughs> so the story's gonna be 24 hours yeah. long. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna do the short version. So we go to a friend's house, right? We, I was like, uh, fucking, I don't know, tw uh, 12, 13 years old or so, yeah. right? Yeah. And playing soccer, club soccer, we with our friends and stuff. <clears throat> so we went to our friend's apartment, right? After the game. Because they had a swimming pool. So they lived in a complex and in the middle of the complex is a swimming pool, right? And so we all go over after the game and, and we're all swimming, right? Yeah. And now it's my mom and dad, his, you know, my, my two friends and their mom and dad, and then my cousins. So my uncle, my aunt are there and maybe, yeah, maybe like another two or four people, right? So it's a, and it's a small apartment, right? So, so all the adults are in the house, in the apartment, having a good time, whatever. And we're out swimming, right? So the first thing that happens while we're swimming is one of the, the neighbor across from where we were, right? From where my family, my friends were, like we hear shouting, like crazy craziness going on. What the fuck, right? Before you know it, some lady comes out running out of that apartment and we're like, what the fuck? And then a fucking naked guy comes out of the house, right? Butt naked. 
And we're out there like, what the fuck is going? And we're all, all these kids are swimming. There's like, like 20 kids in the pool, right? And we see this fucking naked fucking dude come out. And we're all like, what? We're like laughing. Uh. And then he says, I'm going back in to get my gun. <laughs> this is how the day starts. So everyone jumps out of the pool and we all fucking scatter to our respective apartments, yeah, right? Yeah. And so all of us go into, and, we're, and we rush in like, uh, the guy's going to shoot. Freaking out. Freaking yeah. out. And, and all the dads are like, what? What's going on? So the fucking guy comes out with the fucking gun. Right? Naked. So... Everyone calls the cops. Good, the guy, the guy goes gun in one hand, cock in the other. Fuck. Guy goes back in the house. Yeah, and the cops come. Right. Right. Luckily, there was no shootout, and the cops were able to get him to come out. You know, right. he had barricaded himself, whatever. Got, were able to get him out and fucking yeah. arrest them, take him in. Right. Put put some pants on him. I yeah. hope. Yeah. yeah. They put some. Yeah. So they got him. So we we're like, wow. Right? So this now looking back at an eye. What time? What time of the day was this? This is like like. After the soccer game, so like noon, right? Mid, yeah, yeah, early in the day, and in in, in during the summer, yeah. like it was hot, yeah. right? So this just happened, right? So now I that explains a lot. Looking, thinking back about what happened next, right? So we go back into the pool. The guy's gone. The guy with the gun is gone. Right. The pool is safe once again. Right. right Let's right. go back to the pool. Right? The shooter. The shooter is uh, <laughs> off premise. Yeah. So we go back into the pool, right? Yeah. So you know we're we're out there hours, you know, playing whatever. So finally, like. Everyone starts, you know, getting tired of being of swimming and being in the pool. So people start getting out. And before you know it, like I hear a lot of laughter, a lot of laughter coming out from my friend's house where my dad and everyone is at. Right? And they're like just going. So we start kind of like drying off and hanging out. And then I see my dad come out and starts like, he just has a big smile on his face. And he's fucking like, yeah, you know, saying all this. And I don't understand what's going on. And he's wearing jeans, right? right? Yeah. Takes off his fucking tennis shoes, takes off his shirt, and dives in the pool. With his jeans on. With his jeans on. And his belt and everything. Right? <laughs> and then <laughs> the other men do the same. So the next thing you know, oh. there's like six or seven guys in the pool, fucking, you know, grown, grown ass men, like in and their clothes. With the kids, which how many kids were there? <laughs> there was like 20 kids. So it was like, like 20. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And so we see, you know, we're like, what the fuck is going on? And so I don't know what's going on. And my mom and the, the mothers are coming out, like yelling at their husbands to get out of the pool. And like, what the fuck are you guys you doing? You idiots, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, you guys are embarrassing us. And, and I'm like, look at my mom. And my mom's yelling at my dad, like, get it. So my dad gets mad, takes off his pants. So now he's in his fucking, he's in his fucking, you know, underwear. He's in his fucking tidy whities And he's fucking swimming like nothing. Like, yeah, I was having a good time. And I'm like, I'm just thinking, that's kind of weird. My dad would do that. Like, it's not like him. And how you know? old are you? I'm like 12 or 13, okay, right? right? And I'm like, all right, whatever, you know? And people are laughing and they're yelling at my dad and, right? And so before, so finally I figure out my dad's fucking wasted. My dad is fucking drunk off his ass, <laughs> you know? And I have never seen my dad drunk. I never seen my dad wasted, drunk, anything. I never even seen him drink, right? So apparently what happened is when we were locked up, we were on lockdown, right? We were on lockdown when, when this cop situation was happening. Sure. Right? Yep. And um, while this was going on, my dad told the host, why don't you fucking pull out a fucking bottle of tequila so we can, you know, since we're all locked up here, why don't you at least pull out a fucking bottle of tequila, right? And so the, he opens up, apparently what he did is he opened up his bar, right? And the guy who's hosting the, you know, my friend's dad, like he really liked to drink, you know? So he had a full bar, right? And so he reached in for a tequila 
And my dad goes, wait, what about that bottle? And he's like, no, 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 not that bottle. That's like super special. That that tequila bottle is sacred. Like that's right. we're not touching Off that. limits. Well, that's all he had to say. And so my dad was like, fuck that. We're going to get that bottle and we're going to fuck, you know. And the guy was like, no, we're not going to get that bottle. Well, that bottle got opened. Oh, boy. So they went for the good shit. Right. 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 So apparently while this whole standoff was going on, they were getting <laughs> fucking hammered. And we didn't know. We didn't know. We were upstairs just playing, you know. Sure, yeah. So obviously after this happens and everyone, everyone's in the pool and stuff, right, they get out and everyone's like. Walk, you know flopping around and like you know everyone's cracking up but you know they're they're wasted they're wasted so then they come back in the house and we're we're done we're ready to eat or whatever at this time but now the dads are fucking wasted laying all over the fucking house like literally late like on couches and and next thing you know everyone's puking everyone is fucking puking you know i see my dad with the waste basket just fucking hurling you know <laughs> and so like my sister starts crying you know, because we never seen our dad fucking drunk. He's possessed. He's yeah. uh, like the exorcist. Yeah. So my sister's like, is he going to die? Is he going to die? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so anyway, so the, the bottom line to, 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 you know, it continued like that, whatever. We ended up having to spend the night at our friend's house because everyone was so fucking drunk. There was no Uber back then. Right, there was no right, fucking, right? right? Yeah. So like. We just had to spend the night because right. everyone was too fucking drunk to leave the party. Oh, my God. So all the kids stayed upstairs the whole night, whatever. And obviously by morning time. Father of the year. Father of the year. <laughs> you know? So that's the condensed version. But that was the craziest fucking like 24 hours I ever spent, you know? And it was the first time and probably the only time that I've seen my dad like wasted like that. Oh, know? my God, dude. That's <laughs> I, I, I so want to... <laughs> Go walk into a time machine and go back to that day because to see your dad like that would be priceless. And you have to understand, my dad is like a really good swimmer. Right. He used to dive. Your dad, your dad was a very good athlete. Very athletic. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be a gymnast right. like in high school right. and do flips over cars and like crazy shit, right? And um, so so he'd all, whenever he was swimming, you know, he was like really good at swimming and diving. He loved mm-hmm. diving and all that kind of shit. So here he is, drunk off his ass. And he's diving and like hitting the side of the fucking pool with his head, you know, like just kept bumping it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what has happened? Who, who, who kidnapped my dad and replaced him with this fucking idiot? <laughs> oh, my God. It was just the best. So anyway, so that's my one dad uh, um, fucking drunk story. So when when <laughs> so tell me the drunk story about when uh, your kids saw you drunk. I, my kids have not seen me drunk. They have not. They, my kids have never seen. I've I've been drunk twice, and fifty percent of the time you were there. <laughs> all right, it's all coming back to me now. And fifty percent of the time it was your fault. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I tried to warn you. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean those are the only two times that I've ever been like super hammered, and uh, one was in Chicago with you, my friend. Yes. Yes. And the and the other one was in Northern Ireland. So. Oof. Boy, so, Northern Ireland, they 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 know how to drink up there. <laughs> Part of the reason why Chicago knows uh, how to drink. That's that, that that's the connection. <laughs> and so, Chicago or Ireland, I'm fucked. Yeah, you know. So, uh, but again, and when I was in Ireland, you know what they told me? Mm. These Irish, you know, will drink you under the table. That you know, like don't fuck with them, right? Right. Sure. But you know what their kryptonite is? Tequila. Irish cannot handle tequila. 
Fun fact. So we took him a bottle of tequila from from here. And uh, one night, they totally got wasted alongside with us. Because, you know, most of the time, they're laughing at you. Yeah, right. Sure. Because these fucking Americans right. are being all they, fucked uh, whisk, up. Irish whiskey, yeah, Guinness, yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, it's like yeah. water. Yeah. Like whatever. All this shit. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they love tequila, but they don't have the good shit. They don't have it. Right. So when they have it, the problem is they don't know when to stop. Right. right? Sure. They just, they just a, keep, oh, I can handle this. I can handle this. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're fucking crying on the floor. Dude, that's, <laughs> so that's brilliant. So that's the only thing I that you can. That that's the only thing you can do to to Irish is uh, give them tequila, settle their asses down. Oh my god! <laughs> Although you, you, I have to say, I'm a little. The story's making me a little sad, a little envious <laughs> because I have never seen my parents drunk ever. Uh, yeah. Right. My matter of fact, my dad is such a fucking, you know, staunch. Yeah sober non-drinker right that even when he was diagnosed with kidney stones yeah and the doctor told him to drink one beer a day <laughs> he wouldn't do it <laughs> right wow you know yeah yeah and in in his defense yeah not that he's a total prude right it's like his stepdad was a fucking alcoholic asshole. Yeah. You know? well, there you go. So, yeah. you know, he's like fuck this I'm never drinking, you know, right. if this is what it is or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, it comes from a good place. But if anybody needs a drink, it's my fucking dad. <laughs> needs to fucking relax. You're going to have a cocktail. Now, they have seen me drunk several times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not their proudest moment. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I like to drink. Yeah. You know? Right. Sometimes I like to drink too much. <laughs> you know? There are a couple of like very, you know, very compelling stories that, you know, I'm sure uh, my parents sort of felt like you felt when, or your sister felt when she saw her dad puking. Right. Right. Because of course, no parent wants to see their child possessed by a demon. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, there was uh, at least one uh, opportunity. Uh, for my parents uh, to uh, witness this, uh, you know, this, the states, this possession, of, this possession. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was just your quintessential classic scenario, right? Were you were you already of age to drink? No. Oh, that's, see, that makes it even worse. No, I had a fake ID when oh, I was eighteen. Shit. There you go. Okay. Oh. My the name of I still have my fake ID. I'll show it to you sometime. Oh, yeah. I was Roddy Petrovich. <laughs> dude, that should be your fucking name. Roddy Petrovich. That should be it, dude. Roddy. I like that. Roddy. You're just, you know, Roddy. Roddy. Hey, yeah. Roddy. Now Roddy was actually, he was a friend, this <laughs> Serbian dude. Of course. That was, you know, a few years uh, older, but our 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 oh physical God. stats were exactly the same. There you right? go. Yeah. So back in the day, if you found somebody that looked like you, all yeah. you had to do was go in the DMV, be like, I lost my ID. Yeah. Answer some questions and boom, your photo, boom, here's your ID. Yeah. Well, I did that when I was 18. And the funny thing about it too is like I'd be out bouncing around <laughs> and I'd run into Roddy. <laughs> I'd be like, hey Roddy, I'm hey, Roddy. <laughs> so one night yeah. 1989 if i remember correctly it was the wednesday night before thanksgiving right okay, so if yeah, you yeah. think about that yeah. everybody's home from college yeah. right and it's a big party night right mm -hmm. well tim ramsey and i the god the father to my two godsons yeah 
he and I, in classic fashion, of course, started bar hopping on right. the, on the early side to make sure we were made, made all the stops and and solve our friends or whatever. Yeah, which meant, of course, that I started drinking earlier than you might otherwise, and right. of course, unfortunately, on an empty stomach. <laughs> of course, of course. So drinking early on an empty stomach means you get fucked up earlier and more more powerfully than yeah. uh, you might otherwise. So it was like midnight. <sighs> Yeah. And it was time to call it a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Tim drives me home, you know, I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to go pass out and yeah. wrecked, you know? Yeah. But what I didn't count on was the fact that because nine times out of 10, my parents would have been, they're knocked they, they would have yeah. been in bed, sleep, sure. lights out. Right. But of course this is Thanksgiving evening, the eve of Thanksgiving and their shit's going on. They're wired. So I walk in and the house <laughs> is full of family. <laughs> Uh, yeah and i i stagger in and they just and of course they knew instantly i was a mess but then i also had presence of mind to just say good night yeah yeah (laughs) go straight to bed right problem was when i laid down on the bed i got this thing called the spins oh fuck yeah (laughs) little problem so you know that scene in the exorcist (laughs) (laughs) When she starts projectile vomiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was doing my best to re or uh, to 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 reenact that scene, <laughs> and so it was it wasn't long before I was exercising the demon all over the room, <laughs> just projectile vomiting <laughs> in the darkness. You know, just <laughs> well. Of course, all oh. they hear is. Yeah, it, <laughs> coming from you know and of course you hear that you think demon possession possession is going on so they rush in with their bibles with right <laughs> rush in and open the door turn the light on because it's dark and there i am covered room covered oh, God. oh shit wasn't one of my finer moments mom i had a drink tonight <laughs> i swear it was only one drink <laughs> the next morning yeah. You know, I woke up, I slept in, as you might imagine, woke yeah. up. And well, I wasn't the first to wake up. You weren't the first one up, yeah. And uh but when I got up, yeah, you know, I walked, you know, into the kitchen, you know, everybody's in there, you know, <laughs> finishing up breakfast or whatever. Yeah. And they all look at me with this like look of m- mortification <laughs> and horror. <laughs> and I just look at them and I yeah. smile, I go, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You didn't have like one uncle or one cousin, like the just you know. There's always that one guy that has to say some shit. Did that happen or no? Well, there was there. So my the woman that would later become my sister's sister-in-law. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, she was there, mm-hmm. and she was just cracking the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, she always- was just <laughs> for her. This was pure comedy because yeah. she didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because she knew how pissed my parents were. Right. She knew how much in trouble I was in. But She's yet in, at the same time, yeah. she just, you know, l- loves watching other people suffer, you know, yeah. as well. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. So, <laughs> that was, that oh, was, oh man. Yeah. That was Thanksgiving 1989. <laughs> Somehow it's ingrained in your head. I don't know why. But, dude, that fake ID was key. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Roddy Petrovich, I had a good, I had a good, good, good run. Yeah. Roddy. Roddy and I. <laughs> Did you know this? I just learned this. Mm. Did you know that if you're under under age, your 
ID goes the other way. Ooh. Did you know that? Like, that's clever. I didn't know that. That's clever. I didn't know, I didn't know it either. Yeah, I just thought they were all the fucking same, like that, you know, right. uh, horizontal. So all you have to do is just turn your ID around. So, <laughs> yeah, right? You just go like that. Yeah. So, you know, my daughter's ID, I looked at it, and it's, her picture's like this, and it goes this way. And I'm like, oh, they, your ID they, so fucked they up. made new new IDs. That's, that's crazy. I never, yeah. know, went, since when they started doing that, my wife looks over at me, he goes, She's underage, idiot. <laughs> That's why it's like that. Dumbass. That way, you know, when you give it, when you try to sneak into the into the bar, right? If the guy does this, yeah. Then he knows you that know. you're not of age. <laughs> like <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Wow. Oh, jeez. You know, some guy thought of it finally. Jeez. I remember when I walked in the DMV to get my ID. Yeah. In this uh, small town in Hobart, Indiana, because. I chose Hobart, Indiana, which, you know, because that's, a, it's, a, it's one of the smaller of the small, it's one right. of the smallest of the small towns. Yeah. And the DMV was just like this like, total, like yeah. homespun kind of like whatever, you know, and, you know, Gladys, uh, <laughs> you know, 80 year old woman that worked there, whatever, yeah. you know, I, I figured I could go in and charm my way, you know? So <laughs> I had all my shit down. I had all the, you know, everything yeah. memorized and the whole thing. So I go in, I do my spiel, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's asking me these questions and she's got all the questions memorized, you know, and then yeah. I, like, I'm, you know, me, like I make small talk, whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, I said, you really got those questions down, don't you? And she's like, oh, honey, I've been, as long as I've been here, you know, I got everything done. No, nothing gets past me. <laughs> I look at her, I'm like, and she hands me my fake idea. I just look at my fake idea. I look at her, you're right. You're right. Nothing gets <laughs> past you. I just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Gladys. I, I never got a fake ID. And that, because, Smart man. Well, I think it was just mainly because I wasn't into drinking. Right. That would be the only reason I guess to get a fake ID. Yeah. But in LA, you know, we had MacArthur Park, right? Okay. We right. still have MacArthur Park. Yeah, right. Sure. But back then. Right. Back in the day. It was even hairier than it is now. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not that great yet <laughs> still. But um, back in the day, it was even worse. And you could buy birth certificates, passports. Fake IDs was like, that's a simple shit, you know? Right. You could buy citizenship. You could buy anything just by walking around the park. <laughs> so you, that everyone knew that's where you go. such simpler times. You, you, if you just wanted to get your shit, you know, yeah. some kind of paperwork. Yeah. It was there. Just there. Just walk around the park. It was kind of like a Kinko's for illegal documentation. Yeah. It was, it was, but outdoor. <laughs> in, in, right. in, in outdoor, the outdoor open air. Outdoor open air, you know, nondescript, you know. Papers. So you just walk around at Mikas, is what you say. Mikas? Mikas. Mikas. Yeah. Mikas. Which translates to your immigration papers. Okay. Your Mika is, your Im is short for immigration card. Okay. Okay. You know? Mika. So, so, like, so you'd walk around and then they'd say, Mikas? Mikas? They were always asking you, Mikas? And if you say yes, they turn around and be like, oh, I hook you up right here. Nice. They'd hook you up with your, with your, with your green card. Man, well, this fucking ID shit is getting like crazy. <laughs> Have you heard about this real ID thing that's going on? No. Okay. So now I just heard about this yesterday and I don't have all the details. So, yeah. you know, but basically the gist is yeah. that the F U.S. federal government yeah. is now demanding that we get a newer, more in-depth kind of ID. Okay. That is, they're calling it real ID. All right. Okay. Now, it's required, as I understand this, and again, I need to read this through. I just heard it. As opposed to not real ID. Right. Yeah. 
this is specifically for travel. So okay. if you want to travel, yeah, your driver's license isn't going to be after tw- a certain date in 2020. Yeah. Your driver's license is not going to be adequate to board a plane. It like uh domestic domestically. Wow. So if you don't have your passport mm-hmm. and all you have is your driver's license, you're not and you don't have a real ID, mm-hmm. you're not getting on that plane. So if you don't have a real ID, but you have a passport, you have to start carrying your passport on domestic flights. But to get this, but if you don't want to have to do that, mm-hmm. you have to get this real ID by this okay. certain date to travel on these planes. All right. Now, part of the problem with this is that there's such a backlog now yeah. of people trying to get this ID that, for example, my wife, whose driver's license is expired or expiring and she needs to get a new one, yeah. can't get an appointment at the DMV now oh, what? for fucking weeks and weeks wow. because everything is so backlogged as people rush to get these real IDs. So hmm. check it out. Look it up. So what if I want to get a passport? That's not going to be affected right now? That's that's. <clears throat> well, you can get- still get a passport and the passport will work for you as I understand it. But this real ID is is meant to be better than your driver's license. Yeah. You can't travel with it internationally, the yeah. real ID. It's a domestic right. thing. Right, right, right. All right. Well, Every day the terrorists win, my friend. That's right. Every day. Because I, I, I'm going to be traveling next month out of the country, and I just found out my passport is... Expired. Expired. <laughs> yeah. So. Get on that shit right now. Now, there are exp- uh, expedite services. Yeah. You can get it in 24 hours. It costs a lot of money. But if, yeah. when do you leave? Oh, I'm uh, going with you. April 4th to uh, yeah. Japan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, well, I so want to go on that trip. Well, so so uh, I've done this before, and as long as you have the the ticket, you know, if you have the ticket in hand, yeah, you go to the federal building and they'll give it to you within an hour on the spot. Still, you can do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's actually easier to do it that way than to send it in or sure, do anything right, right, else. Right, I mean, right. it's like if you have the ticket, interesting. Yeah, it's okay. like a hundred bucks or something. Right, right, you know, right. so it's more expensive. But um, I hope hopefully they haven't changed that. Because I need to get my passport. Right. So right. there you go. Huh. Real IDs, though. Real IDs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, man. It's uh, it's getting, you know, more and more difficult to move about the cabin. <laughs> cabin. You know? I don't even want, I don't even want to ask what's next. Because that's... That takes oh, down the wrong yeah, road. The, the, the mark of the B666 yeah. on your fucking forehead. Yeah. 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 It's, it's it's scary where uh, where we're going with this shit, but... You know. Well, this is this. You know, I, I said a minute ago, right? Every day the fucking terrorists win. I mean, the thing that dis- saddens me, disgusts me, angers me about so much of this is that on September 11th, our country got sucker punched. Mm-hmm. Okay, and our country never got sucker punched before. Well, maybe uh, Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Yeah, right. So we got sucker punched. Okay, they got one good on us. And I, you know, taking all the politics out of it, just, you know, why they did it yeah. or what, who, you know, yeah. we can go down the rabbit hole that we're not going to do that. Right. I'm just talking about the basic, basic core fact. Yeah. Got sucker punched. They got a good one in. Fine. No. My issue is that we couldn't take a punch mm-hmm. as a country, right? We couldn't take a punch. You know, we freaked out, right? We, 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 we started, they were essentially, metaphorically speaking, a fly, I'm sorry, a flea on our ass. Yeah. And to to then counterattack, you know, when that old saying about when all you have is a, a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Like we just yeah. go in with all of our might and muscle. 
Yeah. Right. Because we couldn't take a fucking punch. Right. You know? And when in fact, I'm no Pollyanna. Like, we got enemies. Fucking go take them out, but be covert, be smart, right. be, you know, super fucking secret about this shit. Do whatever you got to do. Take them out, handle the business. Right. But that's not what happened. You know, we couldn't have an honest conversation about it. Our fucking president tells us to go fucking shopping. Mm-hmm. They hate us for our freedom, all that bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and we're scared. We're scared. We got a sucker point, you know, and so now it's like post traumatic stress disorder. You know, everything now, it's big business now, yeah. right? The business of fear, the business of security. Now it's just part of the, the gross national fucking product. Right. I don't know. I mean, well, well, what's crazy is, <clears throat> yeah. to your point, the first time we got sucker punched, right? Pearl Harbor. Mm. What did we do? We entered the fucking war. We went over there and we dropped a motherfucking bomb, you know, mm. two bombs. Yeah. You know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And then we walked away like, okay, motherfuckers, you know, this who's boss, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we're used to handling shit in this country. Right. So when this fucking happened, there was no clear. It wasn't like, oh, that's, you know, before we knew it was Japan, let's fucking go in right. there. Specific take, target. Specific, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we had all of this terrorist, you know? Right. And it's like, you know, so let's just make up, a, make up an enemy, you know? Right. And let's go fucking start there and see where we end up, you right. know? Right. And now we're in this whole fucking mess, right? Mm. And I mean, if you go to where we're, where we're at now with, with fucking white national nationalists you know white, white terrorism power. Yeah. you know that's what's going on now right but domestic terrorism domestic terrorism white nationalist mm-hmm. uh terrorism uh or white extremist you yeah. should say white right. extremist right. terrorism right right but we're not ready for that and we know obviously with this fucking asshole <laughs> by the way not only are we not ready for that we don't fucking care about it no no that's the reality that's the scary part yeah. Well, it's, and, and it's not that we don't care. It's that this motherfucker in office don't care. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. And it's like, you know, this is what's happening right now. This is the, this is the danger. This is the threat to us in this country right now is this fucking white extremism. But, you know, you know how amazing is it that in six days, New Zealand fucking banned. said, you know what? Done. This is bullshit with his guns. Yeah. We're banned. Just, we're, they're banned, right? And in this country, like. Well, come on. I mean. We're, we're, we're not one nation under God. We're one nation under the gun. You know, this country was fucking stolen from its rightful owner, so to speak, at the tip of a gun. Like we are the country of guns. We always have been. We always will be. We got this country with guns. We're going to keep it with guns, so to speak. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, for people who want gun control, want to get rid of the guns, it's not happening. Yeah. Not fucking happening. I want it to, I want sensible gun control. I'm not. I don't have anything against guys that go hunting or yeah. grew up, you know, in that culture or whatever. That's a different thing. I'm not talking but about I that. But I think, I think like, yeah, you're right. But I think there is going to be a moment where like semi-automatic fucking oh, guns no, are going to have to be banned. No reason for semi-automatic. I'm not talking yeah. about that. You go hunting, you don't use semi-automatic. Right. You know. But but what I'm saying is right now, all those, you know, Second Amendment people, whatever, like they're for everything. Yeah, right. Like there's no, no, no you, that's can't, right. you can't just. There's no compromise. There's no, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a point where it's like, you know, because, you know, p- even people who are for guns are like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Right. You know, right, and right. like we got to make this, this, at least these guns. Right. You know, we got to ban at least these well, guns. Well, and part know? of the issue too, I mean, because it's, you know, it's obviously, you know, very complicated issue. I mean, we don't mean, to, I don't want to oversimplify, but, you know, the one, the one thing that gun 
rights activists talk about is, you know, the uh, Constitution, the right to bear arms, yeah. all this. And it gets to the debate around, is the Constitution a fixed document or is it a living, breathing document? You know, yeah. if it's a fixed document, then they're not down and then this is what it says and this is what it means and that's all it can be and blah, blah, blah. They don't want to consider that was a different yeah. time and a different play, you know, moment in history and maybe, you know. If it's a living, breathing document and it can evolve and change with time, mm -hmm. then it should evolve and change with time. I personally think it's a loser to think that it's a fixed document because right. I think everything changes and nothing can right. be the same as it was and whatever. So I personally believe the document, the Constitution should be a living, breathing document. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The Constitution is a fucking idea, right? right? It's a For fucking sure. idea. Thank you. Great point. Right. And it, it was a good idea, let's say. All right. You agree with that? Now. Who, who, who came up with this idea? There was people who came up with this idea. There's people, you know, the quote unquote founding fathers. Yeah. They were fucking slave owners. Yeah, right. So you're going to tell me that those guys, with all the good intentions they had, they still believed that it was okay to own slaves. Well, they, yeah, they believed in, in white supremacy. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to take that fucking piece of paper and that idea as like, well, that's, you know, that was it. They said it. And they, well, we obviously don't believe that anymore. We don't believe that slavery is, is uh, you know, yeah, right, is constitutional, right? Right. right. We actually amended right. that. That's right. Right. So you can't so, have it both ways. Yeah, you can't yeah. have it both ways. Yeah. You know. So it's like if if at, as bright as they were at that moment, they still didn't understand that slavery was wrong or or whatever. Right. So I mean, it's it, it's just it's just crazy. It's just people like you know pick and choose, and they try to you know well this you know in, in this issue. You know, it, it's written like that, so this there's no movement on it. But then on other issues, they're like, ah, you know, right? I don't know. It's a, it's a we live in a fucked up country, and you know, and you know, I always get pissed when people say, "Well, we live in the best country in the world." Uh, really? This is the best country in the world? Like, look at what's going on in this country and tell me this is the best country in the world. Like, sure, there are things that are great about it. I love living here. You know, I love this city. I love this state. I love this country. But is it the best country in the world? I don't know. You know, on what metric? Exactly. That's that's right. the thing. What's the metrics? Right. You know, and so, I would say some things are great. Yeah, some things are not great. Yeah, it can't just be unilaterally. Right. Unilaterally, right. like by the way, some people would have argued, and I've read art articles on this. Like some people would have have been saying for a few years uh, ago, or been reading. It's like like New Zealand is as is supposed to be like this mm -hmm. amazing place to live. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's why part of the reason why these you know, folks are obviously and rightfully so, so horrified and terrified and angry about the shooting and yeah. they're taking action going, we're not going to fucking put up with this shit. Yeah. That's you right. know, we want a quality of life here. Right. And let's just get rid of this shit, you right. know? And so, yeah, man, I mean, you know, home is home. I mean, this is, this is my country. This is yeah. my home yeah. for better and worse. And I love it. For better and worse. Right. You know what I mean? Like now I'm the kind of person that, you know, I love to travel. I love going, you know, around the world. I, I think there are many places I could be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, you know, that being said, when Trump got elected yeah. and so many of my liberal friends started like talking seriously about moving to Canada, I was like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Move to Canada. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stay here and fucking right. try to fucking fight for your own country. That's right. This is an imperfect union. We're supposed to fucking, you don't get the democracy you right. deserve. You get the democracy you make. Right. 
you know? Right. And so fight for what you believe in here in this country. Move to Canada, a bunch of fucking, you know, quitters. Yeah. You know? And I love Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I lived in Canada. I have a cabin in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I got nothing against Canada. Right. And, you know, and that's why, like, you know, not to, like, bounce all over the place, but it's like, you know, when this whole, like, you know, fucking bullshit happened with the academic scandal and these celebrities, you know, paying the, you know, bribing, what have you, their kids college, like, you know, you know, celebrities are like the first, some of the first liberals to like get vocal about Trump and his corruption and stuff. And when when that story broke, I was like, God, come on. Of course. You know, that's why like self-righteousness is a slippery fucking slope. You better be super careful. Right. You know, nobody is innocent. Nobody is fucking you know, without sin, right? Check yourself, yeah. you know, before you start fucking running off at the mouth, right? You know, <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, this is what we're in. This is the battle we're we've decided waging. <laughs> we're waging <laughs> waging war. So, oh man, we we shall live another day. We shall live and fight another day, brother. Man, one. Yep, I love hanging out. Sure, chopping it up. Solving the world's problems with you, my friend. What's uh, what's what's going on with you tonight? Oh, hey, we're going to an art show tonight. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, fight LA traffic to go to the Mayfair Hotel. For our listeners who don't know the Mayfair, yeah, uh, Regime Gallery is there, and our friend Kevin Singer is uh, Zinger is there, and uh, that's his gallery. And uh, our boy Risk has many pieces at the Mayfair. The Mayfair is cool because they've revitalized it and remodeled it and yeah. it's really made it kind of an art hotel and there's just so so many cool pieces in there but there's a little gallery in there and uh they new shows and you know throughout the throughout the year and tonight's how her right how her how her exhibition featuring right. some amazing female artists sugar press art is uh curating it right curating it, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so shout out to sugar press shout yeah. out to regime shout out to mayfair and uh for those listeners, uh, be sure to uh, like and comment our episode today and uh, subscribe, damn it, if you haven't already. Fucking assholes. <laughs> follow us, please. Yes. Yeah, please follow us. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Peace. Peace.